them come. This is their fate. All right, all right. My bird man here. <laughs> all right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay, here with my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh. Today we got more topics, more stuff to talk about, more things going on. Um, looking forward to the Xbox Direct coming up here soon. We're going to have a lot to talk about next week on that. But right now, we got some good stuff in regards to Prince of Persia. We got some Stalker 2 news just came out. Frostpunk um, being announced out of nowhere. Suicide Squad is actually getting decent uh, recognition for doing something right. I don't know yet what yet, but we're going to figure it out. Um, but yeah, we got a lot to talk about and we're going to get right into it. But before we get started, as always, Jalen, Josh. Tell the people how you been, what you've been up to, what you've been doing, how's life going, what you've been playing. Talk to the people. Uh sure. So I'll I'll kick it off. Um yeah, it's been a good week for me. Uh still uh, pretty cold in Japan. Uh we don't get any snow, but it's it's very windy. Uh so you know, give you that good winter uh, feeling, winter impression for, for some of y'all who missed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, I don't. Uh, I'm just in the house all day. Uh, and uh, this week I've just been playing uh, more Warframe. More Frames of War. <laughs> oh, uh, man. You got to give it up, baby. Right, no, just... yep. getting, getting all the Warframes, getting all the weapons. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Be so, my time. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been going good, and since I'm on PC now, I've been uh, this Warframe has player to player trading, and since I'm on PC, it's just a whole lot easier to just like mess with somebody and just trade. Uh, so I've been getting a lot of not a lot, but like you, the main thing is that you can trade in game currency, so you can buy like stuff from the store from Trade Order. Uh, so. It's a uh, it's interesting. So if you do grind for something, and you get something you don't like, sell it to somebody else, and it's like you haven't wasted time. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, not, not much to say about uh, Warframe, uh, other than I guess they might have paused it, uh, but they they paused the crossplay, not crossplay, um, cross save, cross save activation. Uh, they paused it for Christmas break. Uh, you know, the developers took some time off, so they paused it. Now everybody's back. They reopened it today. Uh, so it, you know, just check it out if you're interested in it. Uh, you just have to go to the website and activate it uh, while it's mm-hmm. live. But, um, yeah, other than that, um, I was... <clears throat> Sorry. No I haven't played anything else, really. Um, just... I mean, I did watch like a couple TV shows trying to catch up on the Disney Plus stuff because uh, we have Disney Plus, but we don't watch it, um, I guess. Would you watch Echo? Yeah, we watched Echo. Okay. Um, what you think? It, I mean, so to be, uh, I guess, objective, uh, the show was mid. Uh, oh, okay. I, I enjoyed the the actress a lot. Uh, she like yeah. she does a really really good job, and especially for her to be someone who's, you know, uh, uh, deaf. Um, yeah. So she's a deaf 
actress, um, but she like I don't know, it's like if it's facial expressions or body language or whatever, but she does a very good job where she feels very natural in her role. And I think mm-hmm. the show overall is also interesting. But since the main actor is deaf, all the characters communicated like speaking, uh, but also in sign language. So I th- thought it was very cool to actually see like the whole production um, a part of that to make this show work. Because you don't see, I guess, a lot of shows with like your lead has a, a um, disability that they're yeah. all catering to show that it, it works. So I liked uh, the main actress a lot. Um, but yeah, the show is it's it's mid. It's not like better than any other Disney TV show. Some mm-hmm. e- some episodes are good. Some episodes like don't really make sense. Like why I do this, but um, I at least say like I'm I'm happy for her, and I hope that she. I don't know if she does more Echo or, but just uh, hope she can do more uh, roles in acting because she's very good. I just got one question for that before you move past it. Um, was it yeah. the most brutal and violent Disney show you've watched? Um, I, I guess technically this is the most violent that Disney has, has done. But the part of the problem with the show is like, it's trying to mix a whole bunch of different ideas. Like it's kind of, this is kind of the continuation of Daredevil in a way. So it's going to be violent yeah. and people will be fighting and stuff like that. And then the other side of that is this is the story about her, like the main character, where she's from, her Native American tribe, her community, and stuff like that. So it's like slice of life, but also Daredevil. And I don't think it actually works as well. Separately, it could have been like if these two ideas were separated, mm-hmm. you know, you get the slice of life, Native American life. That's interesting. Uh, and the Daredevil stuff is all interesting, but together they don't really work because. I don't know. They don't have the budget or the time, or whatever. Uh, so yeah, the the few, the I guess the problem. There are only a handful of fights, and those handful of fights I think are good. They're they're give, giving you what you would want from kind of a daredevil, uh, mm-hmm. but it's only a handful of fights, and most of the time you're spending just slice of life stuff. Uh, so okay, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, if you want an impression of how Daredevil will be, like, I think, yeah, they, they do, like, the fights are still gritty, and there's blood and stuff like that, so if they can continue that for Daredevil, I think Daredevil is, will be in a good place, but yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, well, that's, I mean, that's good to know. I, I, I was gonna take it, give it a shot, um, and, and, and watch that one, simply because of the, the tagline of this most brutal one, I was like, it ain't no, it ain't more brutal than the Punisher, but maybe whatever. Uh, I, I check no, it out. It's, it's not on their level, but yeah, yeah, technically Marvel didn't make it. Netflix made it, but gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, oh, anything else you want to add before we, uh, push it to Jalen? Give us some updates on see your stars. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm, I'm trying to hear from our Kingdom Hearts correspondent. See uh, what what news we got. It's been a minute we heard oh, from. Yeah, um, he. I forgot about him about... being the Kingdom Hearts correspondent. <laughs> Even us know, let us know what's up on the forums, Jalen. What's going on on the forums? 
Is What's that Nomura? Yeah, he's only just... helping out a little bit with Final Fantasy VII, but he's not he's not directing it. Right yeah, now. yeah. So what's going what on? What are you What are you up to? Yeah, he told me that. Uh, <laughs> I'm come to Chicago and tell us a little bit more about the new Kingdom Hearts, man. He said he, he said he want me to be the liaison. <laughs> so I get y'all updates. He said he gonna slide here probably in like 13 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Please be excited. Please be excited. But uh nah, I mean I ain't I ain't had nothing much going on this way. Um uh, I haven't really played that much Overwatch. I feel like I've been gone. I've been kind of stuck in Kalamazoo a little bit, uh, because of the weather and everything. Mm-hmm. Um then I'm rose there's treacherous rose, man. So treacherous. I'm like I'm like I did the polar vortex thing, man. It's been a while <laughs> since I've been on this type of road. So um but nah, I mean other than that, I mean, as far as games and stuff like that, um, I started trying to play, what's that game called? Live Alive or whatever. Oh, um, oh yeah. Back. Um, I was having some graphical errors and stuff with it. I don't really know how to fondle with it just a tad bit. But other than that, though, I mean, uh, nothing really new or any games or anything like that. Played mm-hmm. into that Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's looking yeah. too good. Too good to pass up. That's a, that's a too good to pass up type of game right there. Yeah, so yeah they dropped a, a new trailer this week, right? Yeah, they did. Looks really good. Yeah, I ain't seen none of the trailers. I got to check them out, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's pretty much it, though. Okay. Um, Since we're not going to talk about the trailer, um, I was going to ask, um, so Seven is coming out, Seven Rebirth is coming out in like two months, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, PS5 only, I'm I'm debating because I want to play it when it comes out, but they they still being iffy about the PC release time, they said it'll be this year, uh, but at least I want to ask y'all who, I guess, in Final Fantasy Seven, um, Remake or Rebirth, who is the the party member that you like the most where it's like to to play as them or story wise like what character do you like the most um that's a good question i think it's like a it's like a balance of collective like i don't really have a favorite um nor do um but i just found everybody to be interesting enough you know it felt mm-hmm. like um like a collective of, you know, cool people. I like the, I like the, um, I don't even know his name, but the lion, what's his name? The freaking, I don't know if he's a lion, maybe a cheetah. Um, the, Red the yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked him. I liked his, I like his voice acting more than anything, but I don't know if, um, yeah, I, I really don't know. I don't really have anybody that I was like super, super, um, enthused with. I just think that mm-hmm. they all have a part to play, and it's like cool to see it come together. I like the uh, Aerith. Aerith. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Yeah. 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 I like Aerith because she's just mysterious. I know she got like a superpower or something. She's special in some way that they ain't shown yet. So that's about it. I don't really have like a a favorite. I guess she would be my favorite because I really want to see what what she can. What is what is her back history? What is her story? Because yeah. we don't know it yet. Yeah. Uh, uh, what about you, Jalen? Um, 
I'm trying to think. So story-wise, I don't really have anyone specific. I mean, I kind of think like, uh, hmm. I felt like Bear was kind of interesting, like story-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played the game in a couple of years, so I'm just trying to recall my off my memory. So I played Summer Seven. Um, I think I made it to maybe at least like somewhere between like thirty to fifty percent of the original game, and it's different because. Mm-hmm. There's no voice acting and stuff like that. But I think voice acting is a strong component to understanding a character, getting how they feel, um, really wrapping your head around this character. Um, so when it's not present, you kind of got to look a little bit harder or whatever. So um, with that being said, I think story-wise, I thought Bear was a lot more interesting compared to how he was in Seven. I thought he was kind of like a goofball and stuff, but I like how they did his character, and I had a lot more respect for him versus him just being a a big goofy buff dude or whatever. Um yeah. he's still pretty bland. I think it did him a little justice the way he, like, you know, talking and stuff like that. Um so as far as story wise, I'm gonna go with Barrett. Um as far as like gameplay wise, it was probably between uh Cloud and Tifa. Um I like the mm-hmm. Cloud um just because uh I felt like he all he gets things done. Um he was like a more balanced character, a little bit more emphasis on like the melees and stuff, which is gonna be a lot of what you'll be doing in the game, um, like melee attacking and stuff like that. And I like how you could switch dances. Um, but I did like a lot of the uh, like moves that Tifa did have, and she kind of created a, um, a, a a more fluid gameplay experience where you didn't feel like you was actually playing, having like the little ATB come coming in play, um, because she mm-hmm. just throw like a rapid flurry of punches. And I remember she had a couple different like sweeps and moves and stuff like that that. I found a lot of utility in. Um, of course, she's yeah. probably not like, I don't remember her being the strongest or anything like that. I remember Kyle always been my go-to, but, you know, dealing with a lot of enemies and ads and stuff like that. I remember going to Tifa a couple of times to try to get through things, like, feel like she can get through them a little bit quicker than Cloud can. Yeah. yeah I think Tifa was my favorite gameplay-wise because she, yeah, like, just the regular random uh, battles, she would, like, blow through them real quick. And like you have to build up her combo stuff, but in a lot of uh, like regular battles, you kill enemies before you even get to like full power. Um, but just because she was so strong, uh, and Cloud, I I like his gameplay as well, but I focus more on him for like boss fights and stuff, just because like he had the best like utilities as far as like you know switching stances and, and stuff like that to deal with uh, the different bosses. Uh, but yeah, I, I I agree. I like everyone so far. It's an ensemble cast, but uh, Barrett was like the biggest one, I guess, who grew on me because I didn't really like Barrett in the original either. Uh, like Jalen said, he was kind of uh, not not goofy. He was always serious, but the way that he was always so aggressive and like not um, couldn't sit down for like a minute. He was always like, let's go blow up something else. Uh, He's kind of <laughs> Goofy and, and annoying because he was all, also mean to Cloud. Like, I don't need you, uh, boy. Why are you here? <laughs> uh, and so it was annoying. But I think uh, with the voice acting, like Jayla said, that it works a lot better now. Like, you can, when he's calm and he's talking about the things he cares about, it feels more, like, natural. And uh, you, can, you can understand him a bit more. Uh, so his goop his goofy moments or annoying moments are uh, kind of forgiven a bit. So 
Yeah, uh, I like everybody, and I, I was just gonna say the uh, rebirth, Final Fantasy VII rebirth. The whole, not the whole point, but the the big thing about the next game is that you're gonna get a lot more people added to that cast. Like Red Thirteen showed up at the end of the game, but he's gonna be there from the beginning, so you're gonna spend more time with him, learn more about him, learn about. Uh, I know they're at least adding three more characters uh, in the next game. Plus, we, we got Yuffie in the DLC, but even if you didn't play the DLC, Yuffie's going to be there from the beginning as well. So at least four um, new characters that were not there for like the whole of the first game. So I think uh, that's a strong point of Final Fantasy VII, the characters. And, uh, you know, the longer you spend time with them all, the you like them more. So hopefully they can all do, do them all well, uh, or they make me like them even more. Oh yeah, that's all about fun fancy. Okay. No, I think um yeah, I think I think that's it's gonna be shaping up to be a really good game. And and it's probably gonna be one of the better games of the year for sure. More more than likely simply simply because it's open world, but they they're building up to I say something like a Final Fantasy to fifteen situation, but just with better characters, period, across the board. So <laughs> hopefully it the 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 level of gameplay holds out in an open world situation um that's all i'm hoping for really uh but yeah let's let's oh i didn't even talk about mine dang that's a it's a long opener really i'm gonna rush it then um more than likely i i played i played dave the diver which is really fun um and i played a lot of overwatch and just uh, Dave the Diver. I think I didn't play anything else. I tried to play Baldur's Gate again, but uh, just haven't got back into it yet. Um, and that's about it. I played a lot of that, and I started the God of War Valhalla DLC, which is pretty oh. interesting too. Um, did and the story beats. Then, so, did you play the new modes of uh, Overwatch? Or... No. There is oh. there has never been a time where I wanted to even try a new mode in Overwatch. It's always been the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I thought well, you were gonna yeah, say that's... Apex. No, uh, uh the reason I asked because they um, Overwatch is balanced for me is is frustrating. <laughs> okay. I, I think for a lot of people. But what they were what they did this weekend, um, which was different, is that they're play testing a Oh, my bad. <laughs> they're play testing a a new version of quick play in which they're saying that eventually they want to roll this out as the uh, main version of quick play i don't I, so i didn't play this weekend so i don't know how they actually did it in the game uh, oh. but there's quick play and then there's uh i think it's called like quick quick play or faster quick play where basically the objective like the like when you're playing push, the objective literally drives faster. So you capture points faster, you respawn faster. Everything mm. is faster. Everything is boosted because they want to make a a quick play instead of a 15 minute game. You know, into like a you know seven to 10 minute game. So they're literally trying to make it faster. So I don't know if you uh, oh. if they replace the main playlist because I didn't actually t- test it out. Uh, but I think it's. It's gone now. Uh, they said they're going to bring it back soon because they, they're planning to, I guess, 
roll this out as like permanent changes in some way. So maybe was it on there on uh, Monday? I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, I didn't see nothing like that, honestly. Okay. But maybe yeah, I wasn't I looking paying attention. Or uh, yeah, I don't know the exact dates, uh, but I know it's mm -hmm. gone now. They they said they're gonna add it back. They they announced that like this morning. Uh, so gotcha. maybe it might have been there for like uh, Monday, at least for a couple hours. But anyways, uh, what do y'all think of a faster quick play? <laughs> I think they try to make it into Call of Duty, to be honest, um, which I don't like, but it ain't my call to make. Uh, this, along with the whole updated, which we're going to talk about, too, which we might as well roll into, um, was the whole... Overwatch is now getting every character is getting uh, a health regen option in some shape or fashion outside of combat. Um, that just tells me, yeah, they don't really want it to be team oriented that much anymore. Um, and they want people to be viable on their own at space at, in, in a particular space, not like it's going to be like, but, but this is a slippery slope to me. And, um, I mean, they got to do something. I guess they're not, a lot of people ain't playing this game. So I don't know. But um, to, to say the least, I don't like it. What um, So, I mean, I guess to answer Josh's question with the faster quick play option, I mean, I guess if it's an option, I mean, I've never really been somebody who can say no to extra options for people who it might apply to. Um, I guess the only downfall I got if it starts splitting the, um, the, like the search for whatever for players and stuff because I mean you know we all get frustrated when we try like let's run two games real quick we got 30 minutes and then it takes six minutes to find one game or something like that like that's not favorable so just going to increase that time it's not ideal um as far as like the healer thing to answer Deontay question um or the healing damage to tank and stuff like that mm -hmm. I mean I'm not I didn't I don't know all the specifics so I can't really speak entirely on it um I I guess in my head, the only way that would be acceptable or something I'd be cool with is if you had those long periods of times where you're going around and you haven't been healed. Um, and then it goes up, you know what I'm saying? That like a not like a crazy rate or nothing like that, but just kind of go up maybe like slower or something like that. Cause I mean, every blue moon I'd be like, all right, well, let me retreat from these lines or something like that instead of keep pushing this objective. And like fall back or whatever to go try to find a health kit or something just to get some of my health back because I like I was playing the other day I was literally I haven't been healed in like the past 30 seconds I'm at half health like 50 percent or whatever um like if you want to be if you want me to do math I was actually at 57 percent but you know um <laughs> but and the, literally the healer I got a battle more where literally running next to me and she's just not healing me and I'm like if you're not in combat or anything like that, I think the least you can do is, and I mean, I'm not saying they didn't do this on purpose. I understand people have oversights and, you know, people misses and stuff like that, but I'm literally right next to you. And it's like me, you and somebody else running and you're not, none of us are doing anything besides like pushing objective, like just heal me. So that was a little frustrating because I'm like, all right, let me go try to see if I can go find a health kit versus if I had the self healing little thing employed in there, then that could have alleviated that because it's literally been like 30 seconds before I even got healed. I had to go do something else. Um, in that instance, okay, that's fine. But if I'm just 
playing and I'm a Genji and I'm harassing people and stuff like that. And I'm just going across the field, just like spawn, like harassing the spawn, falling back, you know, Genji hard to catch and stuff like that. A good one at least. And he's getting healed for not being with his team and just harassing other players and stuff like that. I don't think that's a good reason to be healed because you are already playing outside your lines anyway. Um, you never, there's never a point in time in Overwatch where you actually need to be on the person's like real close to their spawn. Even in the push games, like you don't never push into their spawn, you push close to it. Like, um, so it's just stuff like that. Like, I don't think that's a good reason to have that. So again, I don't know how the whole healing mechanism they plan to do it. I just don't think it's something that really needs to be there. And um, I mean, I'm curious on how they're gonna do it, be especially when you got dedicated healers. That's not like I mean, I, I guess you got like battle mercies and stuff like that too, but some some is a little bit more heavy focus on the healing than others and you know, you're kind of taking them out their job and stuff like that to some capacity. I mean, it's not that many people to heal. Depend, you know what I'm saying? It just, it just depends on how they're going to play it, basically what I'm getting at, so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a long one to answer. <laughs> no, it, it's fair. It's still early because these are season, uh, I, th- I guess, season nine changes, and right now we're in season eight. Um, So it, it's still going to be a while before they actually reveal how it works, and it might not be that bad. Um. Yeah, so, I, I feel conflicted about go ahead oh my bad go ahead no 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 no. i was going to read this um statement so kind of give some more clarity around it um but mm-hmm. go ahead and finish your statement and i'll read it oh you you can read it because i'm, I'm gonna uh, talk oh. about it overwatches 2's upcoming season 9 uh, basically these are highlights from game rant and their article but these are the highlights of it overwatch 2's upcoming season 9 will bring significant changes to the game's heroes including a less powerful version of the support class self-healing passive ability for tank and damage heroes. This change could drastically shift the game's meta and potentially impact team play. The developer's apology for announcing this change without proper context suggests that it is part of a larger set of balance changes coming in Season 9. The game development team is focusing on addressing issues like damage spikiness, the role of DPS in securing kills, and the strength of healing. The new healing ability for tank and damage heroes could lead to a stronger emphasis on individual playmaking and less reliance on support teammates. It remains uncertain how much the gameplay will shift, but players can expect noticeably change, notice, noticeable changes from game to game. Basically, they apologize because they it was out of context. People took that and mm-hmm. ran with it, and it may be not as bad as we think, as you stated. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, Yeah. Um, overall, I'm I'm split on it because I think it's fair to change like how the healing healing works because Overwatch mm-hmm. like the healers are strong, uh, they can save your life a lot, and like if you have a good mercy, then you know it might you might struggle to kill that Pharah in the air because they're working together. And that's a that can be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's already passive healing like when you're like walking near the the push objective and stuff, so that's you know, it's not that bad. It's pretty slow. Uh, it's pretty much just going to take you from 100 to 150 if you're out of combat. So they might do it well where you don't notice it because mm-hmm. it only works out of combat. Um, so that could be cool. But what I was going to say where I'm conflicted is that these seem like really big, like, core changes that they're doing. And I feel like they're kind of not knee-jerk, but they're they're kind of reactionary. Like, this was not your intention to design Overwatch 2 for people to have uh, passive healing, but this is your response to, like, the 
the meta being in a place where you can't like balance it well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, and it all it's... it all really comes from them removing the second tank and mm-hmm. everything just kind of like been snowballing from there. Uh where, you know, the one tank he's kinda underpowered and so you gotta buff the tanks. And then you have a, a tank that's too good and so now you got healers that are too strong because the tank can't die and they're healing him really well. And so, yeah, they got to keep doing like crazy like changes and it's all because like kind of missing a character. <laughs> and yeah. this game was designed for six. Yeah. I mean, that was a pretty drastic change. I don't know if I like six more, if I like six more than five at this point anymore. But um... yeah, I think five is fun, but I think it's, more unbalanced and mm-hmm. they're trying their best to like keep up it's yeah. same thing with destiny when they removed when, when they went 4v4 4v4 was fun uh but they had no idea how to balance supers and stuff like that yeah true okay well um that's overwatch 2 in a nutshell right now is very indecisive and does not know what's going on but we will continue to play it and keep you guys updated as we the season uh comes i think it's coming february 20th so you'll be seeing some lots of changes um around that time for that game all right let's move on to uh prince of persia uh this game has been doing fairly well actually um in regards to like reviewing it's like in nines and everything like that metacritic i'm pretty sure is sitting at like a 90 something maybe um that doesn't matter anyway but overall people are saying that they are actually this is a good um metrovania game and i'm intrigued honestly i wasn't at first i was like uh this is a big skip because ubisoft you know i don't trust them no more i don't trust them with nothing they're not really the greatest they've ever been and um it's very lacking to say the least that they have dropped something in it and it's actually good um i think they're very copy and paste the only time they actually do do something well or do something cool is in these smaller you know developers that they can afford to have while they still keep churning and burning their big ips to the ground so um prince of persia is a bigger ip but this is like a smaller scale game and development and once i realized that these people were the people that made one of my favorite um side scrolling games uh music rhythm games raymond legends i said oh heck you know how did i not know that i did not know that this was the same guys or um gals so i'm very excited for this game and i'm probably going to pick it up but i wanted to pick it up on my steam deck and i don't think i could do that so that might put a little hamper on my um, fun because it's only coming to Microsoft Windows, which tells me it is going to be on Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, no, thank you. So I don't know. Maybe I'll buy it on the Xbox, but I really don't want to play it on there either. I really feel like this would be a good game to beat. And I only can really beat games quickly. If I'm like, if it's on my Steam Deck and I really don't want to stream it. So decisions, decisions, decisions. But um, 
it does look really good. Um, a lot of reviews have said that this is a great game. A lot of people are loving the demo. I downloaded the demo. I didn't play it yet. I, I had plans to do that today or tomorrow, um, depending. But yeah, I'm I'm very much so um, liking the art style, loving the um, the the way they're doing the cutscenes and everything like that. I did not expect it to even have cutscenes. Um, I thought it was going to be very low budget, but from what I can see and what we can play, it does not look like it's low budget. looks like it's very polished and, um, actually has some money behind it, which is great because, um, you know, I'm, I miss these types of games. And like I said, because I know now that what I didn't know that the individuals that made, um, Raymond legends are making this game. Um, it's all the more plausible that this is going to be a great one so um any thoughts on prince of persia last the lost crown um anything that y'all seen or heard on the, sh the mad streets of the internet about this no. game uh no just positive stuff like you said the the combat seems fun and the exploration as a metroidvania game seems fun and i like i've always liked those uh type of games um mm -hmm. And so I want to play it. It's only fifty dollars uh, as well, but it, uh, it's time. I gotta find time. Uh, yeah. But Ubisoft does have their like, um, like streaming, not Game Pass, but like their uh, you know cataloging games that they put up that you can you know pay for a month. You play all the games you want. Um, I might end up doing something like that. Uh, if it's available on there, uh, just because like I do want to play it, I might be able to beat it in a pretty quick time um, and mm -hmm. save a little bit of money. Uh, but they they can still get the get my dollars and attention. Uh, but yeah, so far it looks really good. Um, like I haven't played any Ubisoft games in a while. They're kind of uh, in a weird space. Uh, oh, absolutely, in a weird space. And now that you brought that up, this game does launches and now you play and I still have it for Avatar. So, oh yeah, you play? Okay. Yeah, the the, the I forget it's like you you play Connect Plus or something like that. Something goofy. I wonder if I can run this on the Steam Deck through um Proton through um hmm. I would have to see if that could work. If that works then I yeah. then I play it, but if it doesn't, then I'm pro I'm like I'm not gonna sit on my computer and play this game. I'm just it's just not gonna happen. It's not it's not in the cards for me anymore, Josh. You know, babies, man. Um, but it's yeah. it's just not in the cards. So I need to find a way to play it in a more, you know, plausible way where I can pause and start it, and I have to deal with uh, it being streamed. So I just need to figure out a way to do that. So yeah. And once I figure that out, we can we we go then. But hopefully they don't keep it on just Ubisoft platform for long. Um, what about you, Jalen? Gonna put this in your repertoire? You gonna give Ubisoft another chance after Unity? It's been a while. <laughs> Time to go back. <laughs> man, that junk ain't been ten years, man. Yeah. Again. <laughs> you get been 10 years. This, that was a 2014 for you, Yeah, that, that might have like, been. I ain't, 20, ain't been 10 years yet. When, is, when did, it, when did they come out? 2014. It's probably like uh, uh, August or something. 
Yeah. It's like September or October 14th. Yeah. It's always one of those fall games. November 11th, 2014. Oh, did you play Assassin's Creed this year? Last year? Nope. No. I ain't touched Assassin's Creed game since you and I, P.Y. They got me with that Valhalla. That was pissed. They don't like flying ships or something like that. Wow. Yeah, they had the disappearing ships. They had the the boats floating. I I I just don't know how you're a dad, but you just see that and stuff and be like, (laughs) like, they'll be like, dang it, man, we messed up again. Like, like what they be thinking when they see that? Like, I don't know, bro. Not ain't. They're not getting me, bro. Gotta wait 10 years, bro. They gotta serve their sentence. Did did you out here see the cut? Did y'all see the controversy online about the uh, the only uh, black character haircuts they be giving? <laughs> oh, yeah. I keep seeing memes about this dude, the main character of Prince of Persia. They said, "Man, he got that. He got that bagel lord that that uh, that Miles Morales. That uh, they said everybody got this haircut. I ain't never seen a. I have never seen anyone with this haircut. Not in this format. I mean, I've seen dreads." Never this side swoop like this. Not in the. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen it. But this is the only haircut they got, Gene. Do y'all? Do y'all? Do, do y'all see the the vision of of how they trying to paint us, or <laughs> do y'all think this is in people's head? Uh, I was looking at. it, I was like, man. I mean, it's not that bad, but yeah. I mean. Some of them, I'm like, don't y'all y'all got Bangalore here twice trying to act like she's different. They <laughs> said they threw a different skin on her. and said that's it's another one. I'm like, bro, that's Bangalore again, bro. Chill out. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it all started because like the Killmonger haircut. Yeah, black. Um, and uh, to be to be fair, I did I did like Killmonger's look in there. I think that it was good and interesting and in in video games for a long time black characters have either you bald or you got some cornrows and uh the cornrows was yeah, always I'm, I'm tired of cornrows cornrows i'm tired of being bald and then they give you the big the, the really big, big laundress uh or a big afro yeah so yeah. We, we have four haircuts now this is number five uh this is the fifth one it's getting played out um real quick i still like the the style but yeah it, it got played out real quick because every game every black character from now for the next five years is just gonna be the haircut they got yeah, uh, they... that being said i've seen people saying like it's nothing wrong with developers using it uh but it's showing that they don't have any other like creativity when it comes to black hair there's a no. million other things you can do. Uh, you can do different types of dress. You can diff- style it different. You can do different types of braids, all types of stuff. But uh, we got this one. We're going to do it all right. And that's it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I want to see more more variety. I'm, I'm tired of seeing it as well. Uh, <laughs> Tekken just announced their new character. Oh, yeah, character I see my man. Eddie? Yeah, I was Eddie. like, not and trying Eddie to do Eddie like this. 
had like braids or dreads like before and they look different but he yeah like, he just had them pulled to the it. back it was like the same type of caulk but it wasn't like cut to the side it was like a literally a yeah. ponytail straight back it was like literally the yeah, same like, fade at the sides but it just was like why do y'all have to let his hair down and do that <laughs> yeah that one is uh I don't know. That might be racist because uh, he, he he's not uh, a black American. You, you and he Jamaican. Soul. Yeah, he he Jamaican. You taking his dreads away and styling it like uh, Killmonger. That don't you can't just change him like that. Uh, so I don't know. It might be racist. I don't know. Oh, uh, <laughs> they only they, they you could tell they only saw one movie. G one movie. They said yeah, we gotta get. They said hey, I like that look. <laughs> Copy paste, copy paste. You, I saw it when I, I, I was like the last draw is when I saw when when Horizon Forbidden West. I said, "Come on now, y'all the game, y'all gave Aloy the fake the fake white dreads. Y'all can't give my man something better than that." They was they was tweaking. I was like, she had like a different style. It was like the, you know the nappy head, uh, the nappy uh, like like. Basically, when when hair white hair gets like in that in that same type of um uh in that it it gets to, it gets in that same type of dreading, it becomes like what Aloy's hair looks like. But it's it's kind of like a, almost like a a semi you know long semi long semi dreaded look. And I was like, how y'all gonna do it? pull that off for her? But y'all can't do nothing special. For my man, that's in the that's in the camera. It's one guy that's bald, and one guy that got those the same dreads, man. So yeah, I knew it was a I knew it was a plight. I didn't think it was that bad until they put it all together. Until they snuck in Bangalore twice. Like don't do that. Like I seen y'all y'all trying to get away with something. but it is it is a lot of for sure. Mm-hmm. Jalen, have you have you seen this? I think I think I think we had a. A, a good moment when Hogwarts gave us a crispy fade. So I'm assuming um, the sentiment is the same from you. Who who made Hogwarts again? That wasn't uh, yourself, right? That was like a new, it was like a hot, hot key or yeah, a new developer. AWB, but they focus in on like Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. 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 So the fact, the fact that that game almost sold me because they had good haircuts <laughs> in there and the fact that it was all this stuff about good haircuts. I think Supreme Dreams had posted something. That's a problem yeah. itself. Like, why is we astounded that they have good haircuts and with people hair evolving, not evolving, but the hairstyles changing and people being able to express themselves with their hairstyles and stuff like that, um, especially like black people. Um, that that that's not that's not anything new. So like all these games not having adequate black haircuts and the black haircuts that they got is trash. Like, I ain't talking trash. I'm talking trash. You feel me? Trash, like, trash. Like that. We, we it's just a problem that we astounded by how good they the haircuts provided. You know, you play Dark Souls. It's going robotic for you, Jalen. It is. Yeah. Hold on. Let's do that. Let's reassess. Let's let's adjust. First defender. They ain't even got a good fro. They got ugly fro's, <laughs> bro. All right, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah. No, like Hogwarts had good, plenty of good black haircuts. Me, Deontay, and Josh do not have the same haircuts. Like, 
we're the same age. We all have different haircuts and have different variations and stuff like that. And Hogwarts captures some of them. <laughs> yeah, we all we all want this. Yeah. So like, you can have a similar haircut, but it could just be something like if they gonna give everybody a fro, it don't got no be no big dumb fro. Like, there's yeah. way many different variations, and they just don't capture all that stuff. And clearly, they ain't got somebody a uh, um uh, uh somebody that's well versed or under that understands haircut. Not so like a not a not a barber, but somebody that's decently okay to be like, all right, let me give him a taper. Okay, this is a temple fade. All right, let me put a couple designs in his head. They don't even got something simple as a double hairline. I mean, nobody shouldn't be wearing them in this day and age. I mean, but dang, you know what I'm saying? Give double me a double hairline, hairline bro. Like, put like a something in my head. Let me just shave the back just a little bit. Let me have a high top fade. Can I get a kid and play? Like, like what is, they just like, hey, give him that lumpy fro, that fro that ain't uh like ain't been picked out like he been laying in bed for uh, 13 days. Hey, like, push, push that hairline all the way back. I'm talking all the way yeah. back. Back or let, give him give him some cornrows where the uh the parts ain't evenly defined. It looks like somebody just uh, spread the hair up in there and then put like some black dye or something. Oh you know God. what I'm saying? Just stuff like that, bro. Like, come on, dog. Like y'all can do better. Or they ain't gotta yeah. have no big dookie dress. So, but anyway, I, I ain't. I, ain't uh, I have to find the thread, but one game that do got decent black hair, the one I always talk about, is Fortnite. <laughs> Because oh, they actually do have uh, fades and like braids. Yeah, Because like you know they you got Snoop Dogg in the game. Yeah. yeah, and you got Travis Scott and everybody. They all got different hair, so they tailor it for them. And then even the generic characters have like different, um, different afros, different fades, different braids, and everything. So Fortnite was pretty good, but somebody had actually put together a thread of it in um, on Twitter. Or X, whatever, uh, showing that they did it. Yeah, but yeah. Hogwarts Legacy is still the, I guess the, uh, the contender of the showing bar. Like, yeah. Day, yeah, this is the bar for a create your own character, and you can have a bunch of different white styles, different hairstyles for white characters or Asian characters, but you can also do it for black characters. Uh, and oh, it's appreciated. Sure. Yep, that's all I needed. All I needed was oh. that, and um. Oh. Oh, go ahead. No, I was about to say the only game where is, you know, the game that I play, or I guess really this time period, that's acceptable for people to not have fades and good black haircuts is games like Stink or uh, Dark Souls. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not people, they don't got clippers in there, but they ain't got nothing that can chop chop. You know what I mean? Chah, chah. They don't got yeah, they, they can't come out there looking like a good fade, bro. No, that, that don't make yeah, sense. They're going to run a sword across their head. I mean, I don't think it's worth it to go fresh for two weeks. You feel me? So um, those games, I get it. Like they're they're a little bit more acceptable, but these other games were you futuristic. I'm like, you ain't got no Clippers that could get bro right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I think like, uh, oh. like I mean, even for Cyberpunk's all their their like a visionary stuff. They didn't have like the greatest. I think um, finals. The finals had like decent fades on most of their characters, but they were very like basic of. Like you only got like four options, maybe. So I understand even having those four is fine, but at least make them look good. Make them look like someone would actually wear it, not just you know all over the place. It just look crazy sometimes. Um, but yeah, I mean, outside of well, our original topic, 
Prince of Persia Lost Crown and the guy. Um, the game looks really good, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm interested in seeing a lot of more of that. But it comes out very soon. I think that is this is Friday. Um, that it should be out, which is the 19th. So you don't have that long to wait if you're interested in playing Prince of Persia. Uh, but let's move on to our next topic. Don't want to spend too much time because uh, we are already running up close. Um, but the next thing I wanted to talk about was Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, um, getting the new launch trailer, people getting their first impressions, and um, IGN getting a lot of flack for theirs. But uh, some people liked it. Some people don't. And, um, you know, if IGN is on the wrong side of the internet, they're going to get dogpiled. So um, they weren't on the right side. The internet, the internet was like, oh, it looks great. I, um, I can't, you know, from experience, from watching the game, from seeing the game, I have no problem, you know, siding with IGN. I don't think this game is going to be good. I already explained that. Um, and I think a lot of people are just solely hyping it up based off of it being from Rocksteady. Rocksteady cannot shine a turd good enough to make it into a diamond this is not that type of game this game fundamentally has a problem and that is the issue there's nothing you can do about that um so from my stance this game's still gonna suck but what do you guys think if you've seen any of the new stuff if you've seen any of the ps5 immersion stuff if you watch the 26 minutes of suicide squad gameplay if you saw any of that, um, what are you thinking? This game is supposed to come out February 2nd. Um, I think that it's not going to do well. Not that the game is bad, but mm. it, it's, it's a hard sell. Like The budget is very high, so they need to make their money back. It's going to mm-hmm. be a live service game, so they need players playing every day, spending money. And players have to be interested enough to like want to keep playing and i just don't think that uh those games don't have a lot of success and especially when they have like this much like i would say mixed press so close Mm -hmm. to launch um like from what i've seen of it it doesn't seem terrible like uh i'm still interested in the characters still interested in the story uh but yeah the ui and the gameplay and how they're going to do the the loot system and the monetization with like season passes and, and all that stuff is off-putting and so even somebody who's interested now instead of buying it day one i gotta buy it um you know i'm gonna wait and see wait for reviews wait for a sale uh and unfortunately these live service games of like big budget can't necessarily wait for a um like word of mouth to spread because uh, these games, they need the money like they want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they continue so, to build yeah. on what they want to and do the things that they yeah. need to. And it's... I'm not going to get greenlit for another season from Warner Brothers if they losing money uh, day one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Warner Brothers, they un- I, I understand what they're trying to do. And it was the move at some point with you know the games like i just don't think it was a smart idea to put one of your best companies 
publish wise on this. This is the task for the up and comers that could potentially make something special. This is not for one of your A list developers. This is a time wasted. Um, in my opinion, even if they create the foundation that could be solid, you know, the re the iterations of this, the adding to it, the building upon it is not going to be done by Rockstar. They're not wasting their time on this. Why would I, this is, that's what it tells me, you know, like the fundamentally, this is a broken system of a game because it's just because I know Rocksteady is not going to be stuck updating kill the justice league forever they're gonna be over it and done with it in a year why would i put any effort into this game and especially if i know that it is geared to not be a single player focused fun you know fun bonanza it's some stupid i don't know man i can't get behind it i'm, I'm sorry i just can't and um and i think a lot of people are gonna have that same sentiment and um even if it like really solid you know enjoyable 15 hours that ain't that ain't enough for what you're trying to do with a live service so i just think it was a lot of wasted time honestly um and we have more to sell in a later time but right now it's just it's not shaping up to be the game i thought it was going to be and um you guys know that so i don't need to harp on it um but i do agree with josh stating that at least they look like they put the effort in it's not i don't think it's enough i think they did put the effort in though the effort it shows in the iterations of the presentation the amount of money the budget behind it the animation uh and everything um but yeah, you only a lot of effort so much. into it, but like you're saying, that effort probably should have been spent elsewhere. Um, yeah. Like, not necessarily another Batman game, but like that's what people like them for. Yeah, uh, you can use that skill to make another franchise just as good. But live service games are kind of a time and money sink, and they put a lot of, a lot of time and money into it, mm -hmm. and just gotta wait and for it to finally be out. <laughs> Hey, no, I got to come to you. Popping? <laughs> I, I, I ain't got no jokes this time. You know I ain't getting that done. I'm going over with. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a pretty bad state. I ain't going to lie. It's, it's pretty. Uh, all right, well, let's move on to our next topic. The next thing that I wanted to talk about was Stalker 2. Um, it was delayed, um, but it does have a final release date now, so that's good. Um, Stalker Two. Honestly, I'm not that big on it, Josh, and I, I, I kind of want to see if you have more to 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 add to me. But, um, I understand uh, that they have a pretty, you know, serious situation because of the war. And this and being a Ukrainian developer, they had a lot of issues with just dealing with that type of stuff and um trying to make a game. So I'd understand the delays and pretty much I'm not harping on it, honestly, because I wasn't anticipating it. But 
that story alone kind of put my eyes on it to say, okay, let me look at this. Let me look at the backstory of Stalker One. Is this a game I could play? It falls into that um, Metroid Exodus, Metro Exodus type of um, or Metro type of game style that I'm not like the fondest of, but um, talk to us about Stalker if you know much, if you know anything. If not, I'm a read. Yeah, I, I've never played much of Stalker, Stalk, but like you said, it's in the same vein of what you would get from the the Metro games, mm-hmm. which are a more slower, like resource based, um, uh, first person shooter. Uh, you know, in Call of Duty campaigns, you you know run through the map, basically mm-hmm. infinite ammo, and uh, go on to the next set piece. Where Stalker is a lot slower. There's more self. You got limited ammo. Enemies are strong you die really quickly so i think those type of games uh there's a place for them like i really enjoy that type of gameplay for metro Mm -hmm. uh and i think uh with stalker uh i think they were i don't know if they were the first but they were one of the early uh pioneers of that style of uh fps i used to hear people talk about stalker one all the time um so i think they're the audience is excited for this, but the, like you said, the their situation where they're uh, currently, you know, uh, fighting in the Ukraine uh, with mm-hmm. Russia, and you know, not necessarily that to say that the game is um, low budget, but it's not. You know, they're they're pushing the budget farther furthest that they've ever had, um, but mm-hmm. I said their resources have been strained. Uh, and so, yeah, it's been taking a while for the game to be developed. Uh, I'm still looking forward to it. I'm ha- happy that they're able to actually continue to working on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I hope the game, I hope the game wasn't like too negatively impacted uh, by everything. So, well, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I haven't. I think they came out the new trailer or something today, right? Yeah, they had a new trailer drop. Um, I think it's like four minutes or so uh but i think a lot of people were kind of harping on that they felt like it was um a downgrade they showed from gamescom back a little bit ago in 2023 they said the gamescom um trailer wasn't the greatest and they felt like they needed to recheck themselves so that's why they are the the delay delay is for polish and making sure the Mm -hmm. game runs well because they're ready but they want to make sure that it's um actually presentable into the quality that they want it to be so mm-hmm. it will now be coming out september 5th of 2024 when it was originally um supposed to come out in q1 so i honestly take the time they need it's it's honestly i would love for them to make a game that's really worth you know praising and putting out there and open because that's that's a that's a crazy developmental story, and I really want the fruits of their labor to, to be uh, to reap that fruit of their labor. Essentially, I don't want it to yeah, be like a bad situation. They worked situation. hard for it, and it's better to delay it so that yeah. they can polish it. Because yeah, this is uh, a difficult situation to make a game in. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I want to see their. I don't know if they're you know how topical it's going to be or what they got to say about current events, but I want to see their perspective on things still. Because uh, I will say, like, I, I liked Metro, uh, what's the second one, 20... 20, 2033. 
2033 and Last Light. Okay, yeah, Metro yeah. 2033 and Last Light. I like those games a lot. And I have, I still have not played Metro Exodus, even though mm-hmm. I, I still have it. Um, but it, when when I was ready to play it, like they they started the war in the Ukraine, mm-hmm. and it was just uh, weird because those games actually do really really deal with like war between Russia and other countries. So it was like yeah. like you playing a game about the war. So it was it's kind of weird. Uh, yeah. I haven't played it yet. It's like. Uh, I, I don't know if I was ready for that, but uh, I still want to play it. It was really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I think, like I said, I think that would be uh, something to look out for September 5th, um, Stalker 2, part of, of Chernobyl. All right. Well, let's move on to our next, our next uh, topic. And that's going to be Foam Stars. I don't know what to say about this game outside of it's definitely not as polished as um, as Splatoon. And I don't know. It could be some easy, quick, you know, laughs and fun, but Outside of that, I don't see it being anything else. The coolest thing about this, guys, is that it is coming to PlayStation Plus February 6th. It should launch within that. Um, so you will be able to play it if you are a PlayStation Plus subscriber. Um, I'm pretty sure that news just came out. Now I can't find it, so I want to verify that it will before... Uh, over the airwaves that y'all can play it for free. I'm like, what you talk? Um, let me just verify that. Yep, Foam Star launches as a PlayStation Plus Plus monthly game on February 6th. It's the PlayStation blog nine hours, so you will be able to play that Splatoon like PlayStation Square in this game on February 6th. Um. Yeah, I'm not gonna play this game, but um, <laughs> I like Splatoon a lot, though. I think the polish of the game is cool. I mean, I'd give it a try. You know what? I'm not gonna say never. You know, I'd give it a try if there's ever any reason for me to feel like this is gonna be a valuable time. Um, but this kind of feels like the same, you know, cloth of the destruction all stars, uh, where they dropped that game for free and um nobody played it after a day or two because it just was not a good game so um it's really tough when you have these like arcadic style games that um have to make its own market the good thing is that they have a market when splatoon um but nintendo has a choke code on that i don't think they can probably steer anyone from it nor will anybody want to come and try it uh because if you bought splatoon you probably don't got no place <laughs> no, I just I just I just feel like there's a certain crowd uh for that type of shooter um and you know I fit in that crowd but I think it's just very like niche so or niche so I don't know um any thoughts on foam stars is that a, is this um, a day one cop is this is this something we going to be on I don't even think Jay Taylor, you got PlayStation Plus? Nah, Brian. Brian. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh 
Anything? Any thoughts, Jaya? Josh? Uh, up front, like Splatoon is fine. I, I enjoy my time with it, but I don't like it that much. Um, and this yeah. doesn't even look close to the same quality as Splatoon, so I'm not even gonna bother. Uh, that being said, Splatoon, at least here in Japan, is still consistently one of the best-selling games every month. Mm-hmm. People or kids are still just buying it. Uh, so Nintendo has a has a chokehold on the market, and so there's money to be made. And I think it's a good idea to like try to get some of them dollars. But yeah, I don't trust Square Enix to do that. <laughs> they don't have a good record of live service games. Like all their live service games are cheap. Babylon's Fall. Yeah, Babylon's Fall. And they close super early. Like As soon as this game is not making money, <laughs> they're going to announce it's going to be closed in six months. Uh, you know, you're not getting a refund for your purchase. They get, they got a, they got a check from Sony. That's all they're getting a check from. Uh, but yeah, I mean, honestly, check out the gameplay, guys. Um... It does not seem like interesting. It does seem a little sketchy, um, but you never know. Don't judge a book by its cover. You know, play the game, see if you like it. If you don't, you do great. If you don't, okay, still great. There's no reason to, I guess, get upset about it. I only thing I can say is that um, I wonder if this was like a contractual obligation for them to have this give something to Sony. Because you know Square Enix and them, they be in they be in each other's pockets. I, I just feel like this game was a throwaway, and they decided to make it like a PlayStation Plus thing. Like this is this doesn't seem like this this will be a um, a justifiable development. But it, what you kind of stated, put it in a different perspective. When you stated that it's still the best selling game um, in Japan, that tells me that there is like a there's actually a market for this type of gameplay, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right, but um, let's get to our close to our last one. We, we're going to talk about uh, Diablo and um their new season, um, which honestly I have nothing to add here because it's <laughs> you know. Not really anything that I can really say about Diablo because I ain't played it. Um, all I can say is that this one is supposed to be, and I'm just reading this based off of the article, is that it's it's more about the dungeon dwelling and it's like um with a mechanical companion, which I don't know what that means. Um, is the cadence for Diablo seeming pretty good, or am I tripping? Seems pretty good to me. Um, yeah, I still see and hear people talking positive stuff about Diablo, uh, mm-hmm. which is good because, like, um, I mean, I guess it's Blizzard. They are a big company, but sometimes they, they haven't misses lately. But it's good that Diablo is still being played and talked about. Most of the complaints I ever see about that game is around, like, balance and, like, mm-hmm. you know, monetization and rewards and stuff like that. Uh, but the the core game seems fun. Uh, so I'm glad that they're well. This, this like season four. Yeah, season uh, three. Season three. Season three. Yeah, the seasons are still pretty quick. Uh, I mean, not quick. The they're updating the game pretty often, uh, which is good to see. Um, 
I still want to play it. I just don't have the time to sink into Diablo. Uh, and I guess with, with like the seasons and stuff, I want to jump in, I guess, at the beginning of the season so I can actually do all the time content. But we'll see. It, it's still there on my radar. Um, yeah, what about you? I thought you had uh, bought it on sale at some point. Yeah, I bought it with the, the my Xbox when I got it to um when I actually got the like the dealer or whatever for it, I was able to um I was able to get the game for free with it. Um and I have it on my Xbox and I played it a little bit, but um yeah, it's just one of those games that um I I hate that it's always online, it's not pausable. Um Cause that really throws a hamper into my play style because like, again, I can't be just focused on something for a long period of time. I have to be able to pause it, sit it down, play it again. And like, you know, because of the kids and, uh, that, that, that priority over, you know, it's not, it's not the game. So when it comes to those types of games, it's really difficult to play them. Um, that's why I was so happy and ecstatic when I found that cheese to, get through uh Elden Ring where you can pause it. <laughs> I was really ecstatic about that. Um because it's just, you know, it's like I'm not my life ain't built for that no more. It's like there's no reason for it to be that way. Because it doesn't change I mean always online is I guess that their reason, but it ain't no good reason. I feel like there should be an offline mode. Um so I can get through the game and enjoy it. And I think a lot of the multiplayer things flopped for them to be honest um i don't see that being something that's keeping people playing honestly i think they just love to grind and mm -hmm. they like they love to get with their parties and then grind it's, i don't think the always online is adding so much value probably the cost is is not beneficial but i think this live service you know aspect of it it helps them I don't know, maybe sell microtransactions, but outside of that, I don't really see the benefit of it. And I got to put some more time and effort into it to kind of truly, you know, be make a definitive statement like that. But to my eyes, all I hear a lot about is the grind being easier, getting better, more efficient, uh, more, you know, more fun and enjoyable. I hear nothing of the online stuff. I hear nothing of that being fun and enjoyable and Oh, this is changing my life and how I play this game. I don't think anybody has praised it. So, my eyes, it's not, it's not adding value. So, you know. Um, but yeah, they got a new season coming out. Um, I don't know when it starts. I think it comes. Um, it does not stay. Oh, January twenty third. New season comes January twenty third. Um, so yeah, I mean. Uh, if you're a Diablo fan, you're eating good this month. I think that's good. Um, at some point, I'm gonna try this freaking game and I'm gonna actually play it and and, and enjoy it. And uh, might get Jalen the cop too, so we can go kill some um butchers. Butcher, what's the what is what's the, what's that um enemy called? The butcher. We can go. We can go uh kill the butcher a few times. Run up in a few dungeons and. You know, rinse and repeat, so we can get our get our gold get our gold drops. Ain't that right, Jalen? Yeah, Jalen love gold drops. We all love gold drops. Who doesn't love gold drops? Uh, but yeah, I think Diablo Four is just um, 
it's 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 gonna it's gonna ever escape me. I thought I thought getting it free was gonna motivate me. It's just tough when it comes to that online stuff. So we'll see. We'll see. Um okay, well outside of that, I mean I think the only other thing that I wanted to truly get to um was explaining a couple of the games that were gonna be coming to Game Pass. I think uh Wave uh game pass wave is uh, that we're going to be the games that are going to be coming are um those who remain coming january 16th turnips boy robs the bank that's january 18th f123 january 18th hail world january 19th go mecca ball that's january 25th bro potato which is january 30th persona 3 reload february 2nd um and then and you charge which is February 6th bro potato is the only one i really know f123's uh decent racer um i think is pal world like a pokemon game Power world uh yeah you might have seen something about it Power oh world pokemon is, with uh, guns hold up what is this pokemon game but <laughs> they fight each other but they have guns like the Pikachu clone got an AK-47, and they like fighting. But it's not just that; it's a farming game. Like you're like building a base and like having your pals <laughs> protected and, and stuff like that. So it's a it's an interesting like goofy like concept game, and um, uh, it seems it has some hype behind it. I'm interested in Persona Three. Yeah, Persona Three. I say it actually looks um, really good. The mm -hmm. the remake. Uh, not too long ago, they came out with the HD update of the old version, but now yeah. they've redone it in Unreal Engine. The graphics look better. They got uh, uh, the animated cutscenes. Um, they redone the like the combat system because it was really old, and they've made like a bunch of changes um, mm -hmm. over four and five. Uh, so I might actually play it. I was going to skip it, um, but I might actually play it. Uh, if y'all want to play it, I think y'all would enjoy it. The only part that will maybe not age as well, and I'm trying to get a confirmation of how much they changed, is the... Do um, y'all remember the dungeons in Persona 5? Like you, you, mm -hmm. you go into a dungeon. In 5, they were specific to like the character that you were investigating or whatever and it was like a unique castle or like a, a prison or something like that uh in persona 3 they're not like unique separate dungeons like mm -hmm. you might is one big dungeon and you're gonna explore it at your own pace and the game will like you know let you know oh you need to get to floor 50 before christmas or something like that and you you'll need to do that at your own pace so you have to Am I going to hang out with my friends today or am I going to go to the dungeon? Uh, oh. So, yeah, it, it's that balance to it. And um, if you wait too late and you got to do like 50 floors in a row, it's kind of like a grind. But if yeah. you spread it out, it's not that bad. But I say at least try it out. See if you're interested in the opening. Because I like 3 because it's very different than 4 and 5. And it's more uh, gritty. Like a little more like... Um, like the personas and, and stuff are kind of scary are meant to be scary not just like you know they just show up randomly in uh persona 5 oh, yeah. uh, but yeah 
it, it's uh, tried out. It comes out in early February, I think the second, right? Yeah, February second. Uh, so. Yeah, and the remake looks really good. So yeah, so it's gonna be on Game Pass. So I ain't gotta pay for it. I'm gonna give it a shot for sure. I thought it. I thought it looked good, and um, it's plausible. I say so. it's at least shorter than Persona Five. Like. You can spend a hundred hours in that game, but I think I beat it in like forty, like originally. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and, and when it comes like, to like literally the biggest driving force of me getting like a Windows handheld is literally gamepad. That's it. Like yeah, nothing else. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's not possible. It's not like I can put it to sleep and come right back to it. It's not that console experience that I'm looking for anyway. So um. But that is that would be a driving factor for me to get a Windows based handheld simply because there's so many Game Pass games that I would love to be able to, you know, just be able to play and um on the move. Um, but again, it's not gonna be like what I'm expecting anyway, because it's not running through that Proton layer. So if I can get it to run through Proton layer, I'm gonna play it. So we'll see what happens there. But I don't think this is gonna ever work. But um running it through the cloud streaming probably would be my best bet but it's plausible so that's good I mean, you know you don't want to you don't want to disconnect from a diablo session <laughs> <laughs> even though they might disconnect you themselves but um but yeah i think this is a it looks like it's going to be shaping up to be a decent you know first couple of weeks for gaming um, there's still plenty to play right now. Um, Bro Potato was one of the things I wanted to play on my Steam Deck too, so be interesting to be able to try it out a little bit on there and see if I really want to purchase. But I think it's like four dollars, five dollars. Last time I checked. Um, but yeah, it's another one of those vampire survivors type games. Uh, but yeah, I don't really have much else outside of that. I think we can um cut it short. We'll be back. Uh, next week talking about the Nintendo uh the Xbox Direct. Hopefully we get something from Nintendo soon talking about their new up and coming stuff. Uh because we want all you all you can do is wonder what they got going on. You know really, they don't really got much telling you. Actually they're they've been doing a good job. I'm, I take that back. Nintendo's been doing a good job of telling you exactly that they don't got nothing going on. They just been really good at actually telling you what we got coming out and None of it interests me. That's not their problem. They got plenty of stuff coming out. Um, it's more so about I just looking for the next Nintendo Switch to come out. Show us what you got. So, um, when do we think y'all gonna get that um Switch Two announcement? When do you, when when do we think? I was thinking like June. Um, yeah, if it's coming out this year. Uh, we should get an announcement soon, like sometime, like May or June. Um, if it's not coming out this year, then you know, at the end of the year, I guess. But no, I, I think they, then. I think they eating off the switch, man. I think they eating so good they don't want to do nothing. It's, I feel like this is the new 3ds. Remember how that thing just was not great for a very long time and nobody cared, um, because it was portable. I think this is the new one. I think this is just. Mm-hmm a new situation for them where they like we got rid of our 3ds you know how much money we used to make off 3ds they got rid of that line and and put into the switch 
why would they lose their 150 million player base right now and switch to something else? I don't think they don't think they're gonna everybody gonna come over. Obviously, they can make more money and over time, but um, I was not surprised when Zelda did not get a release date with the new Switch Two. I figured they were gonna get all the money that they could from that game and then just sell you the you know the upgraded version later. <laughs> uh Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. I know you like the back of my hand, man. Original schemers. Uh but yeah. I'm done. Anything else for the good of the people before we get up out of here? Um no, uh, we we talk about it a lot, and it it's early in the year, but so far the year is looking good. Um, yeah, I'll say for sure. just you know try to try to find a way to save money save money on these games because uh, it's looking like I'm gonna be spending a lot. Like I I am gonna get Dragon's Dogma, and then right after that, um, trying to see if I'm gonna get Final Fantasy. So my pockets yeah. is uh, not looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all, Chief um okay well uh all right then we gonna get up out of here um like what they always tell me what, what does crazy always say keep your head up like your nose bleeding um enjoy enjoy life be uh thankful for what you have and not what you don't remember the internet ain't real so stop pretending like it is and that is probably what i say 20% of the population, very loud, 20%. But the rest of us are pretty normal. Uh, but thank you guys for listening, as always. Appreciate you guys stopping by. If you got to this part, you're the true OG. I want to thank you again for listening to us talk about games. And we will see you all next week. Peace.